Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratier Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. It's impossible to overstate how influential Isaac Watts' work in the Psalms has been in the church since they first appeared in the early 18th century. His most well-known and used work was entitled, The Psalms of David Imitated in the Language of the New Testament. Singing psalms was already the standard practice in English churches across the world at that time, but Watts' work was unique in two important ways. First, the quality is superior. This is seen easily enough today. Read or sing through some of Watts's psalms and you'll soon find your heart drawn out to Christ. Second, Watts did something that hadn't been done yet with the psalms. He paraphrased the biblical text instead of versifying it. When an author versifies the psalms, he attempts to maintain both the specific message of that context as well as the original wording as much as possible. Watts's technique, on the other hand, was to give the general sense of the text while at the same time interpreting it in light of the gospel message. His work became a sort of bridge between singing psalms and singing hymns. For this reason, he was considered a radical. Watts suffered from frail health much of his life, though he lived until the age of 74. He died in 1748. His monument was placed in Westminster Abbey, the highest honor that an Englishman can attain. Today, Isaac Watts rests in Bunhill Cemetery in London, where many 17th and 18th century dissenting preachers were buried. His grave is near John Bunyan's. I had the privilege of spending part of a sunny London day in Bunhill Cemetery earlier this year. I want to share one of Watts' psalms with you. Psalm 90. Watts' rendition of Psalm 90 continues to be a help to souls today as they sing unto the Lord. Many hymnals still include this song. It is in the common meter and has traditionally been sung to the tune Saint Anne. When he wrote it, it was made up of nine stanzas. The BBC played this hymn across the radio waves of England when World War II was officially declared. Later, it was sung at the funeral service of Winston Churchill. On Sunday, September 30th, 1810, Henry Martin had the joy of preaching in the church, which he had convinced the authorities to form in a bungalow in Kanpur, in the state of Uttar Pradesh, India. He served as a missionary in the Near East for many years. On that day, Henry Martin opened up God's Word and preached to the little band of natives that gathered to worship God. He gave them an account of the life and message of Jesus Christ. Many could see that he was ill. Yet the joy of the Lord was evident as he gave them the message of life. After the service, he returned to his bungalow and fell almost fainting on a couch in the hall. 
His friend later reported, Soon, however, he revived a little and called us all about him to sing. It was then that we sang to him the sweet hymn that thus begins, O God, our help in ages past. O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. Under the shadow of thy throne, thy saints have dwelt secure. Sufficient is thine arm alone, and our defense is sure. Before the hills in order stood, or earth received her frame. From everlasting thou art God, to endless years the same. A thousand ages in thy sight are like an evening gone. Short as the watch that ends the night before the rising sun. Time like an ever-rolling stream bears all its suns away. They fly forgotten as a dream dies at the opening day. Like flowery fields the nations stand pleased with the morning light. The flowers beneath the mower's hand lie withering ere it is night. O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. Be thou our guard while troubles last and our eternal home. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.